Welcome to the favorites, the torture podcast presented by Bet365. We are part of the Action Network. Today is our NFL Week 14 Sunday recap episode. I am Chad Millman. I am joined in misery by my BFF, my companion, my compadre, my co-host, professional better Simon Hunter. Simon, we are trying to watch the end of this Chiefs-Bills game. We have the Chiefs minus one. Hello, Simon. How we doing, Chad? Question for you, Simon. Win or lose right now? Yeah. Is Kadarius Tony is Kadarius Tony on the roster next week for the Kansas City Chiefs? <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you don't remember, last year he was uh, pretty important for them in the Super Bowl. But I, I don't know, Chad. I, it's so painful right now. I'm just still I'm still in denial that we've actually lost this bet yet. Well, look, we haven't lost it yet because the NFL, the end of NFL games are interminable and the end of NFL halves are interminable and they're exhausting and miserable and brutal. And the NFL is disrespecting its fans with the way it manages timeouts, gameplay, reviews and everything else at the end of a game. Anyways, as a reminder, the favorites podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. That's why you get more boost with them than with anyone else. Every day they power up the odds on hundreds of bets to give you a chance to win more. Bet365 boosts specific markets, your winnings, and even parlays, and they don't stop there. Keep an eye out for their biggest and best odds with the incredible Super Boost. Check out the boost and see why it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 21 or older and present in Colorado, Iowa, New Jersey, Louisiana, Ohio, Virginia, or 18 and older in Kentucky. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms, conditions, restrictions apply. All right. We had Carolina plus six. We had the Chicago Bears plus three and a half. We had the LA Rams plus seven and a half. We had Kansas City minus one and a half because we felt so good if Kansas City hit the ball at the end of the game and they were down, we were going to win that bet. Tonight, we have Dallas minus three and a half against the Eagles in Sunday night football. Simon. Games we passed on. Biggest debate we had today, Jets and the Rams. Uh, you love the Jets. You have all week. Credit to you. Uh, you convinced me to bet it, but we did not put it in the contest. I love the Rams all week. We started feeling anxious about this one near kickoff because the line hadn't really moved in our direction, and the Jets had. I said, you're my guy, Simon. If you if you feel strongly, we can trade it out. Um we were definitely worried in bad weather today. The Jets would not score at all. So we ultimately kept the Rams. Turns out it didn't matter. Yeah, we're uh, we're terrible right now. We're on a bad run of switching out winners for other winners. And we're not switching out the losers. So, um, yeah, I joke all the time how hard these contests are. And this is why it is where it's like, you have games, you like all these different games, you have to get it down to the five. And um, yeah, the the Jets one, I just, like I said to you this morning, it's just a game we always take where when everyone's given up on a team, that's usually when we like to step in, especially when they're at home. Um, but yeah, that, uh, that Chiefs one's going to sting for a little while. Um, you know, that, that that's a game, uh, like I said to you before we went on air, it's just a game usually we don't take. And the bounces did not go our way at all in that game. 
Jets Texans, by the way, the over, the total was 33 and a half. I bet the under. Did you bet the under too or no? <laughs> yeah. You bet the under. I bet the under. Probably, it's it, probably my biggest bet of the week. Oh, God. The Jets yeah. under? Yeah. Game was nothing, nothing at halftime. <laughs> nothing, nothing. Yeah. It went over the total. Okay. The first time a OO game has gone over the total in the wild card era. Final score was 30 to six. Previous 62 games with 0 0 halftime score all went under, including today's Vikings Raiders game, which ended 3 0. Both teams just forgot they were playing an NFL game and that you're supposed to try to win <laughs> these games in the second half. And the, the Jets kept throwing the ball. The Texans didn't know what the hell they were doing. CJ Stroud was out. It was excruciating. Also excruciating. Carolina at New Orleans. We loved Carolina in this spot. I want to get your take on it. In the end, you know, as, as our good buddy Scooch would say, the right side is the winning side. But Carolina dominated this game, but it played like a team that is now 1-12 and headed for the number one overall pick. Yeah, no, that's a perfect way to sum it up. They're just... They're terrible in so many ways, but it all starts with Bryce Young. I think at one point in the first half, he was like four for 13 for uh, one for 20. eight. He started the game one for eight. He was like he had 22 rushing yards and almost no passing yards. Yeah. And then he, he had a chance to redeem himself right at the end of the half. Um, he had a guy streaking wide open in the end zone and like nowhere near him. Just terrible throw. Yep. Um, man. Happy feet. He had happy feet and like. Threw it early, oh. felt the pressure, saw ghosts, whatever it was. Um, terrible. All of it. Like, he's the classic. He's regressed. He, he's, he was better in college than he is right now in the pros. And that's just – that's scary if you're a fan of that team because that's mental regression like you're talking about. Like, he's not setting his base before he throws. And, um, yeah, that that one stinks. Like you said, I I felt good, honestly. Even, even when they missed field goals and stuff, I was like, you know what? They're still keeping this close. It was 7-3. It's right there. And then I think it was 14 to three. We get a huge run from Miles Sanders. I thought this really summed up this team. They get a huge yep. run down to the one or the two. The first play, uh, I believe they like lose a couple yards, um, whatever it was, maybe a rush. The next yep. play, he gets sacked, Bryce yep. Young. So he loses like 10 yards. And then the third play, he just throws it at the feet of the receiver. There's no play. And they kick a field goal. And that yep. just feels like that sums them up as a team where, um, you know, you get it down there and you, you just, you get three out of it from the one. And really, you know, that's what's tough about betting these bad teams. It's like you said, they played well statistically. If you look on paper, they just, I mean, Achilles heels. If you get, if these teams get these seven points up for free, they got a block punt again, we're on the wrong side of a block punt this week. And um, yeah, they just can never recover from that. So uh tough, tough bet, but it, it's just, what are we going to do, Chad? We like betting bad quarterbacks, and they, they bite us in the ass at times. Uh, it's funny. I, I made a note in my notebook today uh, of that exact series that you were talking about. Miles Sanders, next play call, a bad play call. They lose yardage. Next play call, bad play call. Bryce Young is sacked. All of a sudden, they're third and goal from the 20-yard <laughs> line. Yeah. And then they end up kicking a field goal. Eddie so Pinero, bad misses a field goal. Uh, there were five straight drives for the Saints. The Saints had one offensive touchdown through three quarters. 
there were five straight drives for the Saints where they went punt, punt, pick, punt, punt. And the Panthers could not. And the, and the Panthers were in the Saints half of the field for nearly every corresponding drive and could not get there. One drive, Panthers are in the Saints half of the field. Bryce Young, the, the receiver falls as Bryce yeah. Young is throwing him the ball for an easy fourth down conversion. Just incredible. They're awful. Incredible. <laughs> and but, go ahead. This is, uh, no, this is why I feel bad for these teams because it's not going to be a one or two year fix. Like, they're just, there's so many issues right now with this team. Um, it's going to be interesting what the future is for this Carolina team where, you know, we talk all the time, you miss on these quarterbacks, it really can set you back for four, five, sometimes 10, 20 years, right? You just, you get in these repeat modes of never finding a guy. I mean, the Jets are a great example of teams like this. So um, I, I really do feel bad. We've had Panther fans. Uh, I met one at our party and he was feeling good last week, right about them getting that cover, but not winning. And um, I just asked him a serious view on Bryce Young. And he's just like, I, I haven't seen one single thing that would like, if you just showed someone that doesn't know anything about football and explain to them, this guy was a number one pick. It, it really does not make sense. There's not a single thing that he does really well. And you're really seeing it this year where um, he has yet to have a game where he it felt like he won them the game or got them in a position to win a game. It's just, it feels like the one win they had against Houston was just their defense, right? I think they won by like field goals. So um, just an absolute train wreck of a season for Carolina. 76 first round quarterbacks in the Super Bowl era. Bryce Young's current yards per attempt would be the second worst for a full year since Donovan McNabb, 1999. Um, That's right good now, company. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yards <laughs> per attempt this year for Bryce Young, 5.26. All right, a game that oh we loved. God. A game that we loved last week when we were live. Bears were at plus five. We betted at plus three and a half. We put it in our money line, round robin. This game... Like, I got a little nervous because I thought it was too much of a public dog. Turns out none of it mattered. And I got a take here. Simon, I got a take. Even when the Bears were losing, they played like a real football team. They kept trying. And then this play, end of the third, Bears going for it from the Detroit 38, fourth and 13, tie game. The hope is the Bears get in offside. They draw the guy, the, <clears throat> the defense offside. They get five yards closer uh, to try a field goal. They were a little bit out of the kicker's range. Not only does Justin Fields draw the defense offsides, he realizes he has a free play. He's got DJ Moore lined up in one-on-one -on -one coverage. DJ Moore runs a great route. Justin Fields hits him perfectly. The Bears take the lead 19-13. Forget about the fact that on the ensuing uh Point after attempt, they get it blocked, and Detroit almost runs it back for a score. Doesn't matter. Justin Fields had his best game. Early lead, didn't crater when they were down, didn't make bad mistakes, 223 yards passing, touchdown, 56 yards rushing, touchdown. Go Bears! We're going to have to talk about the Bears in Cleveland when we talk about the Week 15 games. Go. I just have to know, am I saying it wrong? Is it route, or are you saying it right with root? Why are you saying it that way? I don't know. It, isn't it route. route? You know, I guess I could say route. Okay. All right. Yeah. You're, yeah. Okay. That's fine. Okay. 
because I feel like I'm losing my mind because it's back to back shows. You've done this. and I'm just I can't yeah. let it keep sliding or it's going to eat away at me. Simon, um, let's focus on the positive, which is the fucking bears. <laughs> I just don't know why you're saying it that way. You're like, I'm dyslexic. I'm the idiot. But I, I can say route. It's route. Um, love that play. That That's that's what sucks, though. It's like that's that was the best throw to me of Fields career. Yes. He, he saw the safety step up and he put it right over the shoulder of him and the DB into a perfect in stride basket of DJ Moore. And it's like, it's like, that's what it's all about. They've worked on that route. They worked on that play. They make that read. And like you said, it was all designed for them to jump off sides and then get a free play. And it stinks if you're a Bears fan, because it's like, what are you guys supposed to do, man? It's like, you have the most off season upcoming. And I know it's like, well, we're going to beat into nauseam, but it's like, the play of taking Marvin Harris and then taking an offensive lineman in the first round. It's it, I, who can knock it at this point, but then you have someone that's going to be a lot smarter to say, but you need to reset on the rookie contract. That's what the smart teams do. And that's why you take Williams a once in a lifetime generation of talent where it's just a tough spot that fields these last couple of weeks, Chad, I mean, Bears fans are going to be pretty good that either he'll play out and maybe you'll get a first round pick from the Falcons or whoever to trade him. Or you have your guy for the next couple of years because it's like Fields shows these little moments that it's like his athleticism and his gifts of throwing the ball. It's all there. It's just it hasn't been put together because the coaching staff has failed him. So um, what a what a time to be a Bears fan. By the way, Professor English Professor Hunter, who criticizes me for route and route, it's ad nauseum, not just nauseum. Number one. Number two. <laughs> number two. Here's my take. And me and my buddy, Matt, a lot of people remember my buddy, Matt, because uh, uh, I've mentioned him on the podcast before. 45-minute conversation this morning after the power hour ended and before the Bears game started about the Bears should trade the number one pick, get a haul of picks, get an all-pro left tackle, stick with Justin Fields. That that was our latest, and then draft Marvin Harrison. That was our latest idea. Because I was all in this morning on reset. Well, you can't do it. That's my whole point, though. It's like the guys never played a full season for you. So it's just, I want to be in the moment with you guys and say that too, but it's like you can't do it, which sucks. It just sucks. Well, now it's too late because Matt and I have decided that's what we're doing. (laughs) I hope they don't do that. I really do. It's just too late. (laughs) <laughs> the fans have spoken. And right now, the fans, they do as well with the Bears draft picks and roster building as anybody in the history of the Chicago Bears. All right? <laughs> I know this because I'm looking at a bobblehead of Sid Luckman, who continues to be the best quarterback the Bears have ever, ever had, and he sure. stopped playing in the 1940s. Los <laughs> Angeles, by the way, Jared Goff continues to be a fade outside Man. Uh, and in cold weather. How bad uh, he's been these last couple of weeks. It's crazy. Yeah. Just turned back into a pumpkin. So look, that's another game I'm going to want to talk about when we get to the other side. Uh, We talk about the week 15 games, a very interesting game for them. The Los Angeles Rams plus seven and a half at Baltimore. Look, it's one of those games where I actually never felt anxious. We were going to lose it. Matthew Stafford was just throwing teardrops from the very first series. He was so good. He had this just perfect touchdown pass to Cooper Cup in the first step for their first touchdown pass 
he'd lofted it into the back pylon of the end zone, or as some might say, back pylon. And it was like before Cooper Cup was out of his break, the ball was in the air and he just turned and it was dropping into his hands. And he did that all game. Was never nervous about this one. Yeah, once it started, I wasn't. But definitely, when we talked beforehand because I told you, like, it was interesting to see his stats and how he's played in bad weather. And it's like, you have to, people forget he spent his whole career in Detroit, then L.A. It's both indoor stadiums. And, um, yeah, you're you're exactly right. Like, that offense, when Puka's playing, Williams is playing at the running back position, and he's got his guy, Cooper Cup, fully healthy. It, there's nothing like it, right? Like, even that touchdown to Cooper Cup, he just threw it to a spot, and it was just – it's like magic. Cooper Cup, it just goes right to that spot. And it's just the chemistry they have is so incredible. Um, yeah, that that was a great bet. And, um, you know, what what can you say about the Ravens a little more? Like, I, I understand all the hype with people and them, them saying they got to be the leader right on the AFC. Um, Lamar playing at a high level, I think, was all perfectly summed up at that final play of the game where he gets the touchdown and the two-pointer. And the two-pointer, he had a guy hanging around his waist. Yeah. And he still flicked it off his wrist right to the corner to Zay Flowers. And it's like, man, Lamar is so special. It, it is insane that the Jets went after Rodgers and, like, just didn't put the money up and just go get Lamar. Like, all these teams could have had Lamar. Um, that was such a weird thing this offseason with Lamar. And, um, yeah, it's like poetic justice if they're the, the best team in the AFC right now where – they kind of are, right? Like even when their their defense doesn't show up, their offense is. So um, yeah, I I they're a team I just I still don't know if I'm gonna trust them in the playoffs, but I did not think they're gonna win that game. Like it just felt like it was all going the Rams way. And yeah, that drive, that that touchdown, the two-point conversion by Lamar, it's just so incredibly clutch. Um that it's just a complete team right now, that that Ravens team. I love watching Roquan Smith fly to the ball, which he did often in the game today, if only to be reminded that the Bears traded away one of the guys who might be one of the best middle linebackers in football. Here's the one thing, and one of the reasons why, you know, you and I were talking this morning, you brought up the stats about Stafford in cold weather. And the reason why I didn't sort of bite on that, one of the main reasons other than I just felt like it's too big of a number and Stafford at the end of the game, which you had said during the show earlier in the week, Sean McVay is not going to take his foot off the gas pedal. Um, so as a big number, I felt like he'd have a chance to cover the back door. Lamar Jackson just isn't good as a favorite of, of more than three points. Like he's five and 16 against the spread when favored by more than three. That is the worst mark in the NFL. Uh, it's just not his thing. He's 12 and 19 as a favorite overall. So um, that is a little bit of an Achilles heel. And I don't know if it's tied to game planning, if it's tied to the Ravens underestimate people. You know, Harbaugh has a little bit of that similar approach and demeanor as Mike Tomlin. It's why they're the five coaches that are so profitable, especially as underdogs. So that is something to think about when we get into the playoffs where Lamar, even as a number one seed, even as a favorite, has underperformed. 100%. And people, they'll hear, I'm going to be reciting these stats about him when it comes to playoffs. He's just, in his career, he struggled in the playoffs. So, Buffalo, Kansas City. We had Kansas City minus one and a half. The first note <laughs> I made in the script before the game even started, I feel like we were against the world on this one. 
Uh, it easily could have been the foxhole instead of the Cowboys. It moved from three to two and a half to one and a half to one. I never felt like it was in doubt until after the Kadarius Tony penalty. <laughs> yeah, I just I had I I felt in doubt where there was just little things happening in the game that was just like these aren't things that usually happen that that bounce the Chiefs way like uh the the Bills were definitely getting the breaks in the game which between two teams are so evenly matched especially with all the injuries that both teams have on both sides I mean I think was it Hyde that went out for the Bills like yeah. three times in the game like yeah. it's, it's just the Bills defense man it's just held together by bubble gum and um you know holding the Chiefs offense another week they put up less than 20 points it's it's crazy. I mean, it really is that like this team struggles. Cause like you said, they had so many opportunities in this game. Like they really did feel like it was going to kind of work out for them at some point. But um, yeah, the weird, whatever that play was, it was 39. It, who knows if it was a catch or wasn't a catch. Um, that You're really about the one to uh, Latavius Murray, where Latavius he, Murray, he was bobbling it. They called it a catch. He fumbled. It went out of bounds. It, I mean, look that, that play, Ended up being a field goal, right, for the Bills? Yeah. Okay. So that's no, what I mean. No. That kind of decided. No, no. Like, that play wasn't – that it ended up not being impactful because that play, they ended up getting multiple holding penalties and then a sack, and then the Chiefs got the ball back. But the Chiefs just went three and out. And, like, that's the difference right now is Mahomes yeah. in the second half of the fourth quarter in a few games where we have always thought him to be sort of indestructible and unbeatable is now a guy who has been destructible and has been beatable. Um, and we're seeing a lot of it is because of the receiver play, right? Rasheed Rice, everyone keeps trying to make him the guy, and yet they're driving. He makes a nice catch and then fumbles the ball at the 50-yard line when they have a chance to take the lead in the game. So uh, yeah, just, there's some just challenges. not breaking right? away, but that, that, Tony, that Tony play is just icing on the cake where it's like, so egregious it's so irrelevant to the play how do you not line up right um but yeah it's just i, I can't believe it man like these every week we these bad beats we keep being on the wrong side of it and it's brutal but this is this is life if you're betting long time and you bet multiple games a week it's like you're gonna have these bounces go against your way so it sucks to go through but like again as bad as that was there's nothing worse Nothing worse than that Jets over under like that one. That one's going to haunt me for a little while, but this game I'll get over it. It's just, it just sucks where it's like, we play this spot. We know it's a long-term winner. It, it just didn't get there. And um, you know, I know a couple people that they keep back in Mahomes, and they're just getting destroyed right now. A lot of professionals, like it's just, I keep saying we got to adjust. This isn't the same old team, but it's hard where it's like they were down 14 today, Chad. And I still wasn't that worried. And that's what's no. tough with this, this team where it's like the Mahomes factor of it. It's like, I know we need to adjust, but at the same time, they're always in it. Like, it's just that there's just such a good team. They're so well coached. So um, it's a tough one. I'm still not going to overreact to this loss for the Chiefs. Another game that we're going to have to talk about in the week 15 lines, because it is a massive, massive number. All right. Just an FYI, Evan is reporting from the Action Network News Desk. Uh, uh, Justin Herbert fractured right index finger. Um, also in the post-game report, Patrick Mahomes is apparently very upset because he thought Kadarius Tony was on sides. You know what, Patrick? 
We're with you, brother. We all <laughs> believe he was on sides. As a reminder, catch every episode of The Favorites live on YouTube. For those enjoying on YouTube, don't forget to give us a like and subscribe to the Action Network YouTube page. All right, to recap, Foxhole, Dallas, minus three and a half. Uh, we got that coming up tonight. Big balls, Carolina, plus four and a half. Turns out it was just a kick in the dick, folks. Exec decision, Chicago, plus three and a half. Woo-hoo, mm. Bears. Simon says, Kansas City, minus two and a half. Another. Mm. Oh, that is fucking brutal. All right. Uh, Survivor, uh, you have Green Bay, correct? Yeah, but I got sad news. Um, the contest, everyone knows. I'll, I won't say the name of it. But basically, on Thanksgiving, I had to use Green Bay. Like, we had no choice, and we got really lucky. And this week, we decided to go with Pittsburgh, and we got knocked out. So uh, I will not be winning $9 million. I'm still in another contest that's uh, tax-free, but unfortunately, it's a lot of professionals. And there's like 100 people left somehow, and I hate it. Um, I absolutely hate it. So um, the goal now is to survive that one. I'll keep it going if Green Bay does it. But if Green Bay loses, it's over. I got nothing left, people. I got somehow I got one contest left here in 14 fucking Pittsburgh Steelers, man. And that whatever that was, that snappers head looking up again, these fucking refs, Chad. Um, I'm I'm so mad about it because like that I could taste the nine million. Like I, I think there's. 20 people left in that contest and it's like god that would have been amazing to go there and win that money so um yeah that's tough but hopefully green bay comes through so we can keep doing our survivor picks for the people so i mean after taxes it's only like four and a half mil and these days <laughs> these days you can't even you can't even buy a nice house for four and a half million dollars that's true that you is know it's four and a half million trust me it doesn't go as far as it used as it used to <laughs> okay. I'm just telling you. Uh Carolina, uh, Chicago, Rams, Jets, Giants. Those were our money line round Robin. So we got the Bears and we got the Rams. And uh, I'm sorry, we got the Bears and the Jets, and we got a shot with the Giants on Monday night. Although I'm hoping it doesn't work out for us because I want you to stay alive <laughs> in your in I kind of wouldn't mind it to be over, to be honest with you. The survivor is killing me, the stressing about it. It's such a waste of energy. I wanted to keep going because I, I like I like the idea of, of you being in a tax free contest. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Um, Sunday night football uh, pick. Look, we're on the Cowboys that we've been on it all week. Uh, Monday night football. Uh, Giants plus six and a half. I feel like I I pushed you into that one. Um, so you can tell me if you if you want to renounce uh, your participation in that. Um, the no, Packers. I'm on well, I just I want to say, say I, I liked it with you. I liked it Sunday night. My my fear is just um, just how well Jordan Love is playing. Where it's like, you know, we might be just stepping in front of it. You know, these teams sometimes they go on these steamrolls. It's just like Detroit was early in the year. Remember, we used to, we kept trying to jump in front of Detroit because we knew Detroit wasn't yeah. as good as they were playing, and we just kept getting caught. And that's the same thing here with Green Bay. It's like we know Green Bay isn't a top three team in the NFC, but they're being priced as one right now just because they've been playing so well. So. Um, yeah, people want to know where the professionals are at. They love the six and a half, six on the Giants. But um, yeah, I'm just I'm just going to ride Survivor. I'll th- I have a little bit on the Giants, but yeah, I just, Chad knows. I, I just need Green Bay to win. 
Packers are without Christian Watson on offense, Quay Walker, uh, Jair Alexander on defense. Simon, can you also Aaron Jones is questionable. Simon, can you name the fastest growing ticketing app in the United States? Game time. That's right. It's our sponsor, Game Time. I love Game Time for two reasons. One, they sponsor this show. Two, I actually use Game Time to buy tickets. They've got amazing last-minute deals on all sorts of tickets, including pro and college football games. Speaking of which, I'm opening the Game Time app right now from my house. Look at this. You can go see the New York football giants take on the Packers tomorrow in New Jersey, less than 60 Bucks, no matter where you live, download the Game Time app. Get out, have some fun this week. Go sweat your bets like the Giants plus six and a half live and in person. You can redeem code favorites for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Just download the app, enter code favorites for $20 off. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. I picked out some early week 15 spots. Um, look, the Steelers on the road at Indy. Plus three, classic rah-rah spot. The key factor here, TJ Watt in the concussion protocol. So if he's not playing, we're not we're not betting. If he is, we probably got to make a decision. Isn't it going to be Mitch Trubisky, though? It's going to be Mitch Trubisky. You don't want to experience back in Mitch. As someone that that had needed needed the Steelers for their life on Thursday, you don't want to ride the Mitch train again, Chad. Stay away. Listen, I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> I thought of that when I wrote this down in our notes, but we're talking about a not very good indie team. I think they were exposed today. They should not be favorites. I think they've been very lucky. They've been very lucky. Uh, I thought Raybon did a great job. You know, he had the Bengals this week, um, and he did a great job of explaining what Indy had done in their four games and who they had beaten in their in their four game winning streak and. It was incredibly lucky. And today they saw the truth um, and they are not a very good football team when Gardner Minshew is their quarterback, especially against a defense that can cause them a little bit of trouble, uh, which the Bengals were able to do today with Trey Hendrickson. So if TJ was playing, I'm less uncomfortable. That's fair. We'll talk about it. Uh, Tennessee plus three and a half at home. Versus Houston. It's minus one and a half, brother. Well, I was going to say, I was just going to check the lines right now. I had a feeling this would move based on the yeah. CJ Stroud. Yep. Missed it. Missed it. I still would take it, though. We might be getting Davis Mills. That's true. Right? All right. <laughs> I mean, we saw the, how different this team's whole identity changed from one quarterback to the next. Um, that The Davis Mills is bad. Even when he came in, uh, I know the Jets defense obviously is incredible, but... Um, I don't hate I don't hate the idea, Chad. So I'd grab the one and a half just in case this number keeps going up. I could see it easily get up to minus three if CJ does miss time. Uh, how are you feeling about the again? If if you have any games that you love, we'll get to it. But these are the games that I pinpointed. Lions currently minus four against the Broncos at home. Feels like a get right spot. I know, but what what should we do here? Like we just well, that's the thing. They're broken, right? That's what sucks. It's like. I agree with people that it feels like Denver got very lucky today and they, they keep getting this turnover luck, which has been insane, this run they've had. But um, they're going up against a team that wants to turn the ball over right now and golf. And 
their coach Campbell is kind of losing his mind here on these fourth downs. He's like the stubborn gambler. That's like, no, I'm going to keep hitting on 16 and 15. Like, this is what I do. I know it's going to win. It's like, no, dude, you you keep losing. Like you're winning early on because you're getting lucky. Now it's just getting irrational. Like I think they're on their own 35 or 40 against the yeah. bears. They went for it. And um, that's what I love too about the bears. They started doing fuck you right back. They're like, Fourth and 13, we'll go for it. Like, screw you guys. If this is the kind of game you want, we'll play this game and it works. So, um, yeah, I'm right there with you. Like, my gut instincts, like Detroit, like this is everyone in the public is going to be on Denver. But um, now I'll, I'll I'll probably throw a little on Denver at this plus four and a half. I just this number has to come down, right? I, I don't know. Maybe I'm missing it, but this feels I like think it will come. Well, look, it was at four and a half before the end of the Denver game. And now it's at four. Um, OK. And then so that makes sense. Yeah, the notes that I wrote were exactly what you just said. Is Detroit in trouble? Are the Broncos continuing to get lucky and doing just enough of the right things in yeah. good spots? Do you know what I mean? It's crazy. Also, they keep playing, like Justin Herbert going out with a fractured index finger and they're playing Easton Stick. And they're, I think they're 0 for 3 before that on fourth downs, the Chargers. Like, it's just... Yeah. It just keeps breaking Devers' way, which again, like you said, it's it's partially good coaching, but they're getting a lot of luck. Cleveland minus three uh, at home against the Bears. Oh, Joe man. Flacco. Joe Flacco, <laughs> battered Flacco. Um, look, this line was a two and a half. I know that the books were begging us to take the Browns, and the betters did. It's a three. Really good run defense, improving pass rush in the Bears yeah. against a a good rush offense. A quarterback who found his rhythm today against a not very good secondary. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I mean, it probably didn't mean much to a lot of the fans, but I, I, I again, I had more, way more money on Cleveland, but I try to hit this middle. The the Jaguars got the plus three and a half for like two, three days. And it lined up perfectly. And for some oh, reason, yeah. Doug Peterson went for two, and I did not get the middle. Um, it's just, again, these coaches do the most random shit. Like, why would you not want to get to three? Like, you're, 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 if you hit the field goal, you get to go to overtime against Joe Flacco, who I think at that point already had two turnovers. Um, yeah, very, a lot of this coaching is very bizarre. Um, this line's already up to minus three for Cleveland. Yep. Uh, you know, first, first reaction is what Chad just said. I like back in Cleveland at home. I like back in this defense at home. That's what I did today. Like I, I had plenty of people reaching out to me like, are you scared that it's Lawrence now playing against Joe Flacco? And I said, well, it feels like they're rushing them back. I thought the defense would play better. You know, the defense didn't play that great overall against the Jaguars. Yeah. Right. But still they made big stops and key spots and, um, you know, Joe Flacco, as much as I want to beat him up, like, you know, he made some big throws in that game. So, um, yeah, the thing is tough about this line is I know if it gets to four or three and a half, I kind of want to take the Bears. But at three, I guess I still lean towards taking the Browns here. Yeah, to me, it's a wait. Like, I'm just yeah, like, I, I think the money's going to keep coming on Cleveland and because of that defense. And I'm just going to take the Bears and I can get the hook is really. Really? I feel like yeah. everyone's going to pour it on Justin. Justin Fields is a way sexier bet than back in Joe Flacco as a favorite. I promise you that much. By the way, Titans uh, are now at minus two. Um, Makes two sense. more games. 
Two more games, two quick games, and then I want to make sure. And you guys can put in the chat. If you see anything about CJ, you can definitely throw in the chat. I, I don't know if he's not going to play or not, but that that's an indicator that the pros yeah. think he's not going to play. Uh, two more games that I want to discuss. Uh, the Cardinals, no, not the Cardinals. The um, Commanders plus six and a half against the Rams. Um, that felt a little juicy, like the Rams might be overvalued there, but we just got uh we just took the bait on the commanders plus six a week ago at home against <laughs> the dolphins so it's a pass um i know you're gonna tell me you want to take the patriots by the way oh my god patriots chiefs was plus 10 before the end of the bills chiefs game now plus seven and a half it's a pass for me no thank you i mean you can still get plus nine and a half on bet three six five uh if you so help choose um yeah, way too many points for the Chiefs. Wow, to you're be right. By. So I'd grab that. But like Chad just said, we're not going to get this contest. Like this is just – if I'm lucky, I'll be able to get a couple thousand down here at the nine and a half. But this is this is a kind of a dead number. It's going to be what Chad just said. This will drop to seven, seven and a half. Still don't hate it uh, at that number. Um, but, yeah, it's just, just probably a safer bet for me just to take the under in this game. Like both defenses are really good. Um that feels like the safer play here. Cold December game of Foxborough. I don't mind taking the under in that spot either. Who did I miss? Shocked you didn't bring up this Bucks Green Bay game. Bucks plus three and a half in Green Bay before Green Bay plays. Um, you know, to me, I'll grab the three and a half just in case what Chad talked about. Like if this, if the pros are right and this is a fallout spot for Green Bay and they lose this game, this will definitely drop down. I mean. These the Bucks and Green Bay are not that far off. I know that sounds crazy to everyone, but I'm telling you, if I if I this in the model, I know this is going to come back two and a half two for the number. So the number the value is definitely right now is on the Buccaneers. Um, we said it though. What the the Packers are just inflated right now. It's just if they beat the Giants, I'm going to look like a fool because this number probably will go up to four four and a half. But I'm going to grab it just in case they finally have a close game against the Giants. Um, that was definitely one that jumped out. You know, I can't I can't believe I'm gonna say this, but um then don't <laughs> no, we gotta talk about it. the Bills, they're minus two against the Cowboys. I saw it, I saw it, and like we're I'm supposed like, to take that too, brother. I know, I know, I know. Look, we gotta decide right now. The Bills offense has been playing better and better, right? They played really well against the Eagles, the defense gave it up. They played Better against the Chiefs. The defense almost gave it up, by the way. <laughs> so, like, if we want to go yeah, into a, a roller coaster where we're betting on Josh Allen, who will who will definitely throw a pick at the wrong time to give <laughs> the other team to get a to to give the other team a chance to stay in it, and that defense to be winning at the end of the game, Sean McDermott to make bad play calling decisions about clock management, and then for that defense to give it up so the other team can tie the game then we can bet on the bills. If we are willing to <laughs> accept that scenario. No, I'm right there with you. It's going to suck, but it's just, I know that's who the pros are going to back regardless of what the Cowboys do here. Um, you know, obviously we hope the Cowboys win, but even if they do, when I just, I can't see this number dropping, it just, um, it just feels like the the public will be on the Cowboys and the pros will be on the Bills. So just interesting that it's minus two, because that's such a, a tempting number for a number. It's, for people back this building. It's team. a bait number. That is it a is. fat, juicy worm of a number. And the books are looking at us like we are 
little brain fish. <laughs> I know we got to get out of here real quick, though. What do you think of that Ravens minus three against the Jaguars Sunday night? I thought it was really interesting. Um, I'm I'm anxious about Lamar as a favorite. You know, I'm gra- I'm grabbing it. I, you I are. Yeah, I just I have to just the Trevor Lawrence. He had no mobility, and that really hampered him. And I feel like he got a little lucky against that Cleveland's defense and the Ravens' defense. That's such a bounce back spot for them after getting lit up by Stafford. Um, you know that. You know, I I got I got it back at a three because how does this not go up? I just I'm seeing it. Well, by the way, I'm seeing it at three and a half almost everywhere. So it's still three at bet three six five. Our friends. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Chad's right. I'll probably get off this call and I'll be gone. But that's just one that jumps out to grab right now. All right, so we're going to think about the Steelers uh, as dogs if they uh, have T.J. Watt. Um, Tennessee has already moved beyond a place that makes us comfortable. Um, Baltimore minus three, we're going to go grab as soon as we get off this show. (laughs) Slim pickings for for early bets this week, but I would also recommend people listen to Evan Abrams and Joe Gallant uh, and Brandon Anderson on the show that they record tonight after the games brandon anderson always has his uh, hot read he'll give two picks that are good look ahead numbers that uh usually by the time we're listening to the podcast they may have already moved um that's how smart brandon anderson is on this so wow just a thrilling day and we got one more game to go through tonight As a reminder, the Favorites podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. That's why you get more boost with them than with anyone else. Every day they power up the odds on hundreds of bets to give you a chance to win more. Bet365 boosts specific markets, your winnings, and even parlays, and they don't stop there. Keep an eye out for their biggest and best odds with the incredible Super Boost. Check out the boosts and see why it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 21 or older and present in Colorado, Iowa, Louisiana, New Jersey, Ohio, or Virginia, or 18 and older in Kentucky. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms, conditions, restrictions apply. If you love listening or watching us live, which you should because every point against the spread matters, catch our next episode live on Tuesday, 1.45 p.m. Eastern, Action Network's YouTube channel, covering the entire board for week 15. Download us from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your pods. Rate, review, subscribe. Leave us five stars. Say whatever you want. Feedback is a gift. Until Tuesday, 1.45 p.m. Eastern. Love you. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.